Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. While we're on league, let's go to Channel 9's league reporter, Adam Jackson. Jack, a very good morning to you. Hey, Patty, how's it going? Good. I've got a fun fact for you, mate, before we talk league. I'm actually, I'm comparing the St Andrews Hockey Club centenary dinner on Saturday night in Brizzy, and I was reading through their history yesterday afternoon. Channel Nine covered or telecast a match of St Andrews Hockey in 1959. It was just before I joined Seven. Jeez. <laughs> and where were they playing? It had to be black and white. Oh, it was, yeah. oh yeah, it was definitely black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can remember that there was groundbreaking stuff with with the seven that were covering the uh, the Melbourne Olympics in '56, and I think that was the first big sporting telecast of any description in this country. But yeah, I was quite shocked to read that 1959 they were covering uh, local hockey channel nine. So there you go, mate. You can you can go up to the mountain today and uh, expand them with that knowledge. Yeah, bang on the desk, Adam, and sort of say, why aren't we doing hockey? <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to search through the archives and see if I can find some of that vision. <laughs> All right, mate. It was a pretty dramatic day at the Dolphins yesterday. Yeah, it is with Anthony Milford. I don't know if you could say he was dropped considering he was never in the team for the NRL side. But, no. yeah, he definitely won't play in their round one encounter against the Roosters. And I I kind of like this from a footy fan perspective that Wayne Bennett, you know, dished him off a wake-up call or line in the sand, whatever you want to say. And, Comments from the captain, Jesse Bromwich, when he did his presser yesterday were quite telling. He basically said, I want to see Milk fight for the jersey. So you read between the lines there, you know, he just needs to step up and earn it more, a bit more in training. He, he started pre-season, to his credit, later than most. He came back from the World Cup, so he only had six months and they just think he's too far off the pace. So, you know, that's the big selection shock, but... I like it for the Dolphins. They're prepared to make tough decisions from the get-go. Hey, Jago, you said six months there. It's probably six weeks, was it? Oh, six. Oh, yeah, six weeks. Sorry, not yeah. six months. Yeah, six weeks. It came back in January. Yeah. 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 So oh, they, you know, someone's got to get a little uppercut as well. If the fitness brigade haven't been uh, putting in extras, if he is overweight and skin folds aren't working, then the welfare people have to be. Uh, sort of liaising with everyone, saying, is is he right to go? He, if he's not getting himself fitter than that, he's he's too down mentally. Yeah, definitely. And maybe it's also an indication of the style in which they're going to play. So, um, Young Katoa, who will make his NRL debut in the sixth jersey. So, alongside Sean O'Sullivan. So, essentially, they were the backup halves of the Penrith Panthers last year. Katoa didn't get a game because he was too young. He only just turned 19. So, yeah, maybe that combination, due to the limited time Milford has to work with Sean O'Sullivan, mm. um, bodes well for that. And also, talking to Sean O'Sullivan, he says Katoa is more of a direct player where Milford's more ad-lib. So maybe in the early rounds, Wayne Bennett's simple game plan, we're going to be defensively strong, you know, a bit more structure with Katoa and um, O'Sullivan. And then we'll maybe see Milford... Uh, middle of the season or even MILF coming off the bench for that bit of the X factor. So, uh, yeah. who knows what Wayne's thinking. I hope so. Yeah. Really hope so. Jack, what's Milford's demeanour been like there? You've been down to training quite a bit. It's, 
it's hard to tell. You would have known over the years. He doesn't really give much away, even in interviews, that sort of thing. He's very, he's very quiet, sort of shy person, opposite to what his uh, NRL playing ability is, you know, with the flashy style. But, yeah, he, he, he doesn't say much. But he, he doesn't seem to be too down. When I was watching on Monday, I did a post session and they kept rotating Katoa and Milford out. So he was, he was quite upbeat. He, you know, he was throwing the normal passes he does. So, you know, he, he's not kicking stones, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good too. Okay. Really good. What about it in the in the comp elsewhere, mate? Um, any other surprises? Did I... Did I see uh, Canberra's fullback position was a bit contentious? Um, I don't know who's playing fullback for Canberra. Someone, Chris. I've been Is it Sebastian Chris? Oh, so, oh, yeah, Sebastian Chris. He's a young guy. He's played the past couple of seasons. Yeah. Uh, a few games on the wing, that sort of thing. Because they lost Nickel Clockstad, who's gone to the Warriors yeah, so. to um, play against the Knights this weekend. So that's that's a big loss. Um also, the hooking position, Denny Levoy, I see, is their hooker for the Raiders, who played a couple of years ago for the Broncos, oh, yeah. went to the English Super League, came back. And, you know, Raiders struggled in their last trial. They've got the Cowboys first up uh, Saturday afternoon in Townsville, so that'll be a tough initiation for them. And the exciting part for Queensland is seeing Selwyn Cobbo start at yeah. fullback for the Broncos on Friday night against the Panthers. So, Reese Walsh has got that eye fracture, so he'll probably be back next week for their round two match against the Cowboys. But I like Cobbo at fullback, kind of like in the Greg Inglis, Latrell Mitchell style, and just give him a bit more freedom, give him the ball, do whatever you want. So, I, I think that'll be his long-term future, Cobbo, in the next few years. What about Billy Walters winning the, the hooking spot? Do we read much into that? Not really. That's been a bit of point of contention in the preseason. But the Broncos staff, kind of like Billy Walters, just to take a bit of sting out of the game in that first 20, 25 minutes, get a few um, defensive workload through before Pakes comes on and can be maybe a bit more creative. But, you know, the hooker situation for the Broncos this year will be quite interesting. Not just Billy Walters, Corey Pakes, Blake Moser, who was, you know, uh, star in the under-18s. He'll probably get some game time towards the back end of the year. And Tyson Smoothie, who's come from the Storm system, I like him. He's probably got the best pass out of the four hookers, but he just needs to be a bit more creative uh, in his game. But So, yeah, dummy halves will all keep each other on their toes throughout the season for the Broncos. You've been heavily at the, uh, the Dolphins. Uh, not sure how much you've been around the Bronx, Adam, but... Adam Reynolds, are we happy with him? Does it seem pretty good down there with him? Yeah, it does. Um, he missed that last trial game with a general back soreness. I think he might have been playing too much golf at Twin Waters during the preseason camp. He played his backup. So I think, yeah, he won't let on about that. But uh, he's he's trained fully the past couple of weeks since that. You know, he's, he's very vocal, but he's very calm if you watch him. So you see a lot of leaders like the yell and scream and that, but he's He's very measured. He had a big chat to Kevy after training yesterday. And, you know, he's, he's been good for the younger players, but also older players. I look at a guy like Corey Oates. He's helped reinvent his career. Like Reynolds and Oates are almost besties at the Broncos. And Oates kind of, you know, essentially got dropped from the NRL a couple of years ago. Last year, he came back, scored a lot of tries, which I think is off the back of Reynolds. And he's, he's done a better job utilising him and then mentoring guys like Carrigan and Payne Hart. Uh, we had Tommy Hackett on from Ladbrokes earlier. I mean, Panthers are red-hot favourites for this game. But I tell you what, uh, I reckon it's going to be a challenge for them with no kick out on Coruscant this year. Oh, definitely. They're significantly weaker. Uh, Taylor May's out as well, too. Um, 
did his knee, so the the back line's weakened as well as the forward line. No, Appy Coruscant coming off the bench, helping them out to that middle part of the game. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos, you know, score an upset here. And the big thing for the Broncos is, so they play the Panthers down at Penrith on Friday night. Their next five games are at Suncorp Stadium. They jag a win in round one. Oh. They're not leaving Brisbane for the next nearly yeah. like month and a half. Yeah, that, yeah, that would a, be unbelievable. That's a real good point. Actually, is yeah. this is this yeah, the so. year that uh, the Titans are going to bounce back? Their their paper side looks fantastic. Can they play to its ability? I, yeah, you just never know. They're the big enigma in the NRL. The Titans, Kieran Foran, huge. I think Sam Verrills is just as good a recruitment for them because they've essentially played without a hooker for the past couple of years. He's really um, bought into their systems, uh, Beryl. So, yeah. And it's, it's a huge year for the Titans because if, if they haven't had a lackluster year, they almost become irrelevant because mm. you've got the Dolphins coming in, taking yeah. their airtime airspace. So, you know, if, they, if they're also rounds again and finish you know, 14th, people will start to forget about the Titans. So, you know, it's huge for them on the field and off the field. I think they can improve, but I just think there's still a couple of players uh, short of being yeah. a final side. All right. Mm. Yeah, I mean, their forward pack reads really well. I mean, Jolliffe's been fantastic through the trials. Verrills, as you said, we're all talking him up as, as possibly one of the buyers of the years. You've got Tino, speaks for itself. Fafita looks as fit as he's been in a long time. Uh, you know, there's talk that uh, Bo Firma could be a, an origin player and uh, Isaac Liu in the, in the 13th. So the forward pack will hold its own against any. It's just how that back line will go with four and leading them around, I reckon. Mm, their bench looks good. The interchange, too. You know, Campbell, Fotoaka, Erin Clark. It's a good, good team. Yeah, definitely. And one player to look out for, Carm Pereira. So, Lockie oh, Carm Pereira, I've seen a bit of him in the, the, the Burley Bears the past couple of years. He would have to be close to the fastest player in the NRL. If you see him out in the open, it's definitely worth watching the Titans game. Yes, we know him. that, Jacko. Hoppy's sponsor, the Burley Bears. So, Hills, oh. Hills has been talking him up yeah. for weeks. I, and he's finally I got identified him quite a while back. Hey, Jacko, we've got to go. We've got to get to a break. Thanks for your time, mate. Really appreciate it. See you, mate. Okay. No worries, boys. Anytime. See ya.